This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction series. Our morning shows joining you at 8 a.m. every day, bar match day. Good morning. Um, not really good morning, but it's a morning. Morning is probably just the best way to put it. Uh, apologies that I can't join you in better circumstances. It's just, oh, it's just the Arsenal world that we live in. Um, it really is. I'll tell you what, I do apologise for yesterday's show. Yesterday's show was an absolute, not not the evening show, the match reaction show was the worst match reaction show I've ever done. I was just so, so done with Arsenal and with life at that point. I was really just done and over and finished uh, with with just, you know, I was so annoyed with how I did that show that I was like, I've got to do another one. I've got to get people on because I need saving. Um so thank you for all tuning in uh, for that show because it was, it was a really good show. Um, the the one with Sophie and, and Albert and Lee, it was a really really good chat um, about things. So if you haven't already watched that, it's like an hour and forty five minutes. It was a long therapy session, a long digest of of everything that happened. Um, and yeah, it was just awful um, to have to go through. But it's something that I thought would be really good, and it was good. It was really really good. But the match reaction show, my goodness, well, that was bad. From the technical errors to the my throat stopped working at the end, like I couldn't speak. I don't even know that's going to happen this morning. I don't know what's happening on, but I get through speaking for about twenty minutes, and then all of a sudden my voice dies. So uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But it was uh, it's worth watching just for the entertainment, if anything. Um, good morning, everyone in the chat. Jamie, first comment of the day. Oh dear, <laughs> that's just that's that's how we feel. Just oh dear, that is that is where we're at right now. Steve, good morning to you. Stevie, you too. Wilson, Paul, uh, Taylor says I am up way too late, and if I am almost live for a show, good morning, Tom, and all, and also good night, <laughs> and good morning to you, Justin Martin. 
Matt says, morning fellows, players need to be in training, don't deserve a day off today, needs to be a start of our resurrection. <laughs> you might be wanting a little bit. Sartvig, good morning. Rancid, Olu, good morning, guys. Hope you're doing good. Uh, morning, Gene Auburn, Perez, uh, good morning to you. David, Matt G, Rancid, uh, AFC Till I Die, Half South African. My Riggle, good morning. Yo, yo, yo. It's not all failure yet, boys. I mean, mm, mm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. Amara says, respectfully, Tom, there shouldn't even be a show today. Sleep in. Have a nice big breakfast. Take a break from Arsenal. It's what us fans deserve, especially for someone like you covering Arsenal 24-7. Mate, I'm working today. I've got a 9-6 shift writing about Arsenal all day. Imagine that. <laughs> imagine imagine the fun imagine that fun oh yeah so you know if when you're enjoying your easter eggs and, and happy easter sunday everybody and you know you're enjoying your, your sunday dinner and whatever you're doing just spare a thought for tom <laughs> who's working today from 10 till 6 um but yes it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun i tell you what we got to hope that Chelsea win. I never thought I'd say that, but we got to hope Chelsea beat Palace today. That's a horrible thought. And for those that are wondering why, why do I have to why do we have to want Chelsea to win? I'll tell you why we have to want Chelsea to win because we can't afford to let Crystal Palace win the FA Cup because if we if they win the FA Cup, 6th place becomes a UEFA Conference League place. Yes, I was completely wrong about this the other day when I was trying to explain all of the stuff regarding Leicester winning the Conference League, West Ham winning the Europa League. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what they do. The only thing that apparently matters is if Crystal Palace win the FA Cup. If Crystal Palace win the FA Cup, then 6th place becomes a Conference League place, not a Europa League place. So you've got to hope that Chelsea win today. And that seems crazy. But if we want, you know, if we, if we want not Conference League, which is a very realistic thing, you know, sixth place, even seventh is a realistic thing right now because you can't see us winning a game. If we want to keep in the top six, if you want to get into the Europa League, you've got to want Chelsea to win today. That's, uh, oh, that's a horrible, horrible feeling. It's horrible right now, isn't it? It's really genuinely horrible being an Arsenal fan. Um, if only... Oh, you know, it'd be really bad. It'd be really bad if, like, um, if you'd, like, timed a flight to come over from California to the UK to do a live show. Matt, oh, wait, Sophie, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what you've done. Um, speaking of which, I can't wait to genuinely see Sophie and Lee and Dan and Harry and Albert and everyone else on Thursday. If you are coming along to the Hippodrome, from 7 till 9 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, I look forward to seeing all of you. Come and say hello. Uh, it's free. All you need to do to join is email sophiethehybridsquad uh, at gmail.com and you can come along and see our show from 7 to 9 on Thursday at the Hippodrome in Leicester Square, London, 18+. plus. Uh, so make sure that you join us because it's going to be a good chat, a lot more therapy in person, a few drinks. It's going to be a nice evening. You're going to see Dan and Harry just at each other's throats. It's going to be great. I'll get to be mediator. Quite like that role. But in the end, you know, I'll probably end up back in Harry. So <laughs> just annoy Dan. Uh, it's going to be a great, it's going to be a great show. So if you are about on Thursday, um, do come along. You're probably wondering why I've been rambling for about five minutes and where there's no PowerPoint uh, presentation. It's because there isn't one this morning. Um, I just thought I'd come on and chat to, to you guys basically about yesterday and get a lot of your thoughts and feelings in the comment section. And do more of a Q&A uh, than usual. So we're going to get into that. So if you indeed do have any, indeed, 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 do have any questions, 
Get them into the chat box now and we'll go through as many of them as we can. If you haven't already dropped a like on the video, do make sure that you do that and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here. We've got loads of new subs yesterday off the back of um, that show with Lee and Sophie and, and Albert. So if you're new, welcome. This is a show that we do every morning at 8 a.m. It's not usually this casual or this reflective. Um, well, it's actually quite reflective sometimes, but uh, actually it's more so about updating you with all the latest Arsenal news. But the Arsenal news is... We're bad. That's newsflash. Arsenal are bad. That's that's where we are right now. So I hope that's kept you up to date with everything that's going on. Um, I'm looking forward to meeting you, Tom. Looking forward to meeting you too, Mark. Uh, finally putting a face to the name. It's so uh, what I love seeing is when people come up to you and go, "Hey, I'm so and so from the chat box," and I'm like, "Oh, I genuinely know who you are," because that happened with Carl Brewster, who's one of our uh, listeners, been and members, been listening to a long time. And I went to the Liverpool game at uh, the Tollington. Came up to me going, I'm Carl Brewster. I was like, I recognise your name. The awful thing is if you come up to me on Thursday and go, I'm XYZ. And I'm like, hi. I, why don't I recognise the name? <laughs> it's going to be so awkward. But hopefully, I will recognise your name from the chat box. Uh, just don't don't mug me off by making something up and making it really awkward. Just don't do that. That's, that's, that's not cool. That's not fun. That's not nice. Um... Maya says, Tom, are we going to finish above sixth or sixth or below sixth? I think you forget that that can happen. Like we can actually, you know, finish below sixth place, which is going to be, if that happens, my goodness. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, are we going to, like, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't come up with an answer for you. I remember when we used to be talking about whether or not we're confident about finishing in the top four. I'm not confident about anything. I'm not confident about finishing in the top six. I'm not confident about finishing um in the Europa League places like the fact that we're hoping for Chelsea to win against Palace today is mad uh but what we do hope is that Chelsea's women's lose of course against Arsenal that's what we do uh want to see and get revenge for last season big ups to the girls fingers crossed we can go and get a victory in today's game hope you can get a win girls because we are oh, we'd love some positivity and we really really would um Gunafalai says do you mean if Crystal Palace gets the final no they have to win the competition um, they have to get to the comp. They have to win the competition, as far as I'm aware. Um, that rule slightly changed, but I've been wrong about so many things recently. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, we want Chelsea to. Uh, we want Chelsea to win that one. Yosef uh, says, Tom, who would you pick uh, for next Arsenal manager if things go wrong this season? I can't find a great candidate. Um, Sophie brought up Roberto Mancini yesterday. I quite liked that um, Premier League experience, experience of winning the Premier League, experience of winning the European Championship as as recently as last summer, 2021. So Roberto Mancini. I mean, people will turn around and go, but Tom, Italy didn't even qualify for the World Cup. It was a one-off game, a bad game against North Macedonia. They got knocked out. Um, but, you know, there's no doubting that Roberto Mancini has improved Italy to no end and got them back to winning major trophies the first time since 2006. So, Roberto Mancini. Why the hell not go for someone like him? He's got Premier League experience. He's got experience of winning the Premier League. Why wouldn't you go for someone like him? Um, Axel says, last three days feels like a nightmare. First time in my 29-year-old life that I've turned off the game before the game finished. Pure frustration. No quality. No desire. No urge. Veghorst yesterday. <laughs> yeah, look. I, I keep coming back to this idea of, as if Arsenal... If Arsenal actually went out in January and had signed someone... You know, it actually signed a striker. What would be the difference? What would have changed? What would have gone on that we didn't have? Um, and I honestly can't get my head around why we didn't. 
because Eddie and Ketia is just so not good enough. Like I can't get my head around how we were really considering offering him a new contract. I'm trying to get my head around how Crystal Palace thought it was a good idea to bid £10 million for, and how he decided to turn that move down because he ain't getting a move to the Premier League. I'd be shocked if he got a move to the Premier League. Absolutely shocked. He, he, because he doesn't deserve a move to the Premier League because he's not good enough. I mean, what Premier League team does he start for? None of them. Absolutely none of them. Uh, Perez says, if Arteta gets Europe but lost six from the remaining games, would you keep him? Look, if he gets in the top six, I've always said he doesn't get a new contract. I just want to see what happens next season because, you know, we've made, we've made that step forwards and I feel like, you know, there's been enough evidence for me that there are lots of good things to look at. And also... I don't know if we'd even pick the right coach to come in if he went. And arguably, that's not a reason to keep a coach. But there is a genuine fear that they would not make the right choice and that they would get someone that's the wrong choice for us. Um, and that is a fear. Uh, Matt G says, what is the one team change you would make for the Chelsea game? Back three, mate. Back three, all day long, holding in. Ben White, Gabriel, back three, Tavares. Saka as wingbacks, maybe even Cedric. Um, probably Cedric, to be fair. Um, considering we need, we're not going to be in possession for much of the game. Have to go to a back three. We got a win at Stamford Bridge last season by doing this, you know, by frustrating Chelsea. We have to do the same thing again. Um, <laughs> with Big Nathan, Big Moose says, realistically, if we don't make top six, should Arteta be sacked at the most? If we don't get into the top six, I've maintained and said continuously, he should go and we should change coaches. John says, uh, what did you think of Brighton's tweet yesterday? Oh, yeah. Fair play to them. They've beaten both Arsenal and uh, and Spurs. they got a right to, to throw out shade. They've got a right to be cheeky. You know, it is what it is. Um, let's take a quick break because I'm going to have some water and I'll be back in just a second. See, those breaks are much, much easier than doing adverts, aren't they? <laughs> Sit through loads of adverts if you don't have to go through that. Uh, Matt Thornton says, not making any signings in January is 100% as bad as the summer we signed only Czech self-sabotage. I think it's worse. I think it's worse. At least we brought someone in, Matt, during that summer. At least we got Petr Czech in. I know he's a goalkeeper. We've actually... That being said... That was the year that Leicester won the league, wasn't it? 2015, 16. So, yeah, you're probably right, Matt, to be fair. That is, that's definitely the worst year, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, this January, though, is a very, very close second. Uh, Jamel says, hi, Tom. Yes, you have been writing a lot of things. Shaka and Arteta are both not good enough. Um, I think that with, I think with Arteta and with Xhaka, uh, there are deficiencies that we can upgrade on um, and that we can have better. I hope that happens. Jamel, I really do hope it happens. I hope that Arsenal can get better. If I'd never say to anyone that we shouldn't look to get better in any case. You know, if you told me that Arteta was going tomorrow and we were bringing in a coach that was better than him and that wanted to do all the good things that he's done and more, who am I, who am I to say no to that? Who am I to say that's not a good thing? And you've also got a situation with Xhaka that, yeah, Xhaka's been good for us and it's going to be difficult to find a player better than him. But at the same time... If you can get better than him, get better than him. It's, you know, who if, you, if you're saying that you don't want better than them, that, that drives you towards that personal <clears throat> preference to those two over the actual club. Arsenal in, not Arteta in. Uh, Steven says, do you think the Cronkies will sack Arteta if we finish seventh? No. No, I don't. 
I don't think he's going to go anywhere at all. Uh, Matt says, Galtier was mentioned in the Discord yesterday as a shout, Tom. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Galtier on yesterday's show. I've mentioned Galtier a few times. Um, I just think that he is proving at different clubs. Yes, sure, in France, but still. Clubs like Lille win the title over PSG. Um, nice gone there now and improving that team. Why not? Um, Jonathan says, Mancini has experience of managing good sides with world-class players. Do you honestly think Mancini would improve this lot? Um, you say like this lot, like we don't have good players. We have good players. No one can tell me we don't. We don't. We we clearly have good players. There's no point saying this lot, Jonathan, as if you know these these guys aren't good enough, because you know we were in a top four race when everyone was available, and you know the favourites to be fourth this season above Spurs, above Man United above West Ham, you know, it's not like we have a bad players. It's just we don't have specific individuals that other teams do. We don't have a Kane. We don't have a Son. We don't have a Ronaldo. We don't have a Bruno Fernandes. We don't have these players. We don't have that world-class, like, league-leading kind of star. Stars, multiple. You know, you need more than just the one. And I feel like if Mancini came in, he would recognise that and certainly add that. That's what we need. But as Maya says, Mancini can probably do better. Um, so there you go. Jonathan says, Tom, you and others say, why did we not sign someone? Others say anyone. How does one know whether signing someone would have improved us? Well, you don't. Obviously, the ultimate answer is that you don't know. Like You can never be absolutely sure. But what we can be sure about is what we're seeing right now. And that's that we've got two strikers and between them, they've got four. One of them has got none in the Premier League this season. So saying that we need to sign someone, not anyone, but someone, someone that is an improvement, someone that can add more, that someone's going to give you different characteristics and traits and different variables, you know, that's that's when it tells you that you need more. That's the evidence that you have that tells you that you can succeed and get better and have improvement on what you've already got. So that's how you know. Social says, Tom, I have to admit, regardless of thoughts on Arteta, he was big enough to change the starting eleven from Brighton. Surely the players need to take some responsibility. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. This isn't just on Arteta. Look, it's, it, the players were bad. Saka missed an absolute guilt-edged opportunity um, and should have scored. Like You can't turn around and say it's 100% Arteta, but the problem is, is that the reason why we've got these players is because of a portion of Arteta's blame. Like We haven't added the players that we needed we added a lot of youth we didn't add anyone in January we didn't bring in any um stars like I always said that the summer window was not a ultimate success because we didn't bring in that world-class central midfielder we didn't bring in that that defining transformative figure to the team we didn't do it um and that was an absolute failure um, Marcus says, why does Eddie do so well for the under-21s? Because it's a different level, Marcus. It's a completely different level. It's it's such a... The level that you are at in the under-21s, he's above that level. The, I mean, Balogun as well. Look how Balogun struggled in the senior setup at Arsenal. Doing well at Middlesbrough this season, needed that loan, but bossed it for the, for the youth team. It is a different kettle of fish. You look at Nikolai Moller, our young Swedish striker, scored goals, can't score in the third tier of senior German football. Struggled. And he's not scoring loads. I think he's got two goals in nine games for Den Bosch in the second tier of the, the Dutch leagues. So, you know, youth football is, is youth football. That's why I'm really hyping up Brooke Norton Cuffey because he's gone on loan to Lincoln and he's smashing it. Absolutely smashing it. 
Guna Legend says, Tom, if Arsenal finished eighth, do you think KSC would stick with him? Yes, I do. I, I do. I, I genuinely feel like they would stick with him. Surely it's time for our fans to raise their voices and standards to let KSC know we won't accept mediocrity next season. Um, I just, I can't see them getting rid of him. And that's when I chatted with Turkish the other day and Turkish gets, um, you know, varying responses to his views. But the one thing that Turkish is always consistent on is that his pressure on the, on, on the ownership and his pressure on demanding more and them being demanding of the club. That's the absolute utmost respect I have for Turkish's views on that. Amara says, what's happened to our attackers? The three players we've lost to injuries are defenders. So on paper, we should still be able to score. Is Tommy going to come back and score a header every game? No, I think it's to do with build-up, obviously, in the way in which you play from the back and, you know, that ability to create better quality chances with Partey and Tierney and Tommy Asu. I mean, you look at, you know, some of the plays that we've made with those in the team. You look, ironically, Tommy Asu was massively involved in the goal against Southampton, you know, played the little one-two, got the pass through to Saka, um, who set up Lacazette. You know, these are big players that create big moments from their positions. So it is still certainly um, a factor, even though they're not there. Uh, we're going to take a couple more comments, and then we're going to wrap up. Uh, Andy says, Tom, we have a number of players either out of contract or expected to leave this summer. So £150 million next window will not transform the team given the way we spent this sum last summer. I think it can. Um, I think it absolutely can improve the team. You, you take that 150 million and you buy two world-class players with it, a central midfielder and a striker, add those two. What have, what have Tottenham got? Tottenham have got Kane and Son, two world-class players. We don't have one. We've got players with world-class potential. Saka, Erdegaard, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli. You know, we've got players that have got the potential to one day be world-class. But if you take that £150 million and spend it on two £75 million players that are world-class and, you know, established, and I'm not actually talking about world-class 22, 23-year-olds. I'm talking about world-class mid-20s players, players that are going to come in, be playing at their peak very soon, have got another four, five, six years at the top, not eight, nine, ten, and take this team to the next step. You close that gap, you make the difference. And I think 150 million does enable you to do that. Who those players are, we're going to have to have a long separate discussion about that. That's for sure. Um, we're going to wrap things up there, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, really appreciate your time, especially considering it's Easter Sunday morning and yesterday's result was far from ideal. Please do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Go and check out my chat with Sophie Lee and Albert from last night and the awful match reaction show at full time as well. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you, even in the most difficult of circumstances. Have a fantastic Sunday and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.